Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the hottest podcast across the land. The hottest podcast across the globe and definitely the hottest podcast on Anchor and Spotify and Google and Amazon and Apple and everything. I mean, the list goes on and on, ladies and gentlemen. The list goes on and on. I'll be here for an entire podcast talking about what we are on and where you can find us. Just Google us, ladies and gentlemen. Just Google us. It is the simplest way to do it. You'll know everything about the show and you'll know everything about MOVE. MOVE is what the show is called. MOVE stands for Mixture of Variety Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Mixture of Variety Entertainment. Okay, so if you want to search MOVE, 10 billion things are going to come up. If you search Mixture of Variety, one thing is going to come up, and that's our podcast, that's our page, that's our social media, everything else. I guess that's more than one thing. But either way, you get the point, because Mixture of Variety is where it's at. Mixture of Variety Entertainment, Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm glad that you are here with me on this Manic Monday. We are going to have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up one time. I go by the name of Patient Zero. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Studio audience is with me. We're ready. Let me lower this music a little bit. And we can get right down to business. So basically, ladies and gentlemen... Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a Monday night show. This is on Spotify. We do not go live. Last week, we did not have a Spotify show last week. So I'm doing it this week for sure. And this is a special one because we're going to be talking about mental health awareness because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Very important, very important stuff to talk about mental health. Everybody's got to have good mental health. Otherwise, you're, you know, missing out in the game. You really can't function without good mental health because good mental health, it affects everything. It affects your physical health. It affects your emotional health. It affects your spiritual health, even. Got to have that mental health on point. And it is May and it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we already did a Mental Health Awareness show, but we're going to do another one tonight. We're going to be talking about medications. I just want to give you guys, you know, a rundown of my thoughts on medications. And then this Friday on YouTube and Spotify video, YouTube and Spotify video, don't forget about Spotify video because we are there as well now. Finally, Spotify put out some video. Good shit, Spotify. We appreciate that. YouTube and Spotify, 9 p.m. Eastern this Friday. We have a special guest. He goes by the name of Glenn B. And we're going to really dive straight in to mental health, mental health issues, mental health diagnosis, meds, experiences, strength, and hope, just like we always do. Experience, strength, and hope is where it's at. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in for the first time, let me just run down really fast. Make sure a variety is a mixture of ideas and a variety of topics which equals make sure of variety. You got it. Come get lost in a mix. We put the odd in podcasts. And this truly is the future of podcasts. Okay? This is the future of podcasts. So, Monday and Wednesday, we have new, new audio shows. Friday, I already said, Spotify and YouTube. I want to get that shit stuck in your head like 80s hairspray. 9 p.m. Eastern, Friday is where it's at 9 p.m eastern friday is where it's at the youtube is going to be a live stream the spotify is going to be uploaded right after that so the spotify will be on there about like 10 15 ish not to confuse you just look for it after the youtube show if you can't catch the live live stream 
We've been doing this for a minute. We love it. Thank you again for 1,000 subscribers. You guys have no idea. That is huge. 1,000 subscribers on YouTube is insane. So, obviously, the disclaimer. We don't really have to say the disclaimer today, but if you get butthurt easy, this podcast is definitely not for you. Sticking to us to dark humor, vulgar, uncensored language, and politically incorrect conversations are just some of the things you'll hear on Mixture of Variety. So, come get lost in the mix. We're not going to be doing any mini holidays because I'm by myself. We're not going to be doing any anything else as far as that. We're going to get right to it. And I just want to talk about medication for a second because some of you may know that I am on medication. Some of you may know that I do suffer from bipolar disorder and anxiety and depression. I feel like these days it's different because... Everybody has anxiety and depression. You know, before I used to say a lot of people, they do have anxiety or they feel anxious about something, but it's actually healthy anxiety. Healthy anxiety is like the anxiety that you feel before a job interview, the anxiety that you feel when you're taking your driver's test, the anxiety that you feel when you're getting married, you know, and you're about to walk down the aisle, that type of anxiety. Everybody experiences that and everybody that's completely normal. If it's a lot more extreme than that, and it's, you know, almost on a day-to-day basics basis, or at least you feel it several times a week, then it's a little bit more than that. And it could be possibly generalized anxiety disorder. It could be social anxiety disorder. Where do you feel it most? Do you have a problem going out to, you know, parties or concerts or even just in the mall to walk around and shop because there's people there? Um, some people really suffer from that and it is a real diagnosis and you got to decide what you want to do about that situation. So we can break it down like that. Um, because a lot of people do have anxiety. A lot of people have the fear of unknown these days. A lot of people are not sure of what is going to happen in this world. What's going to happen next. Um, the pandemic had a lot of people losing their mind in that sense as far as like what's going to happen tomorrow and i can't believe this is happening and this is the scariest thing in the world and all these people are dying and i gotta wear a mask and there's actually literally still people that are wearing masks outside because they have that fear instilled into them there were there were masks there were masks you know inside and stuff like that whatever is your choice but i'm talking about people where outside or driving by themselves or whatever and they have masks on like those are the people that have fear instilled in them that they're not letting go and that is a form of anxiety for sure that's an, uh, maybe an anxiety disorder i would i would consider it a, a disorder i'm not a doctor obviously but or a psychiatrist but i mean like i would consider that a disorder that's really something to uh that their entire lives just got turned upside down in the last couple of years like a lot of people did a lot of people had their life upside down in these last two years. Some people took it to the extreme. So, is it a diagnosis or is it not a diagnosis? You'll have to see a psychiatrist for that. And you'll have to really be 100% honest and just know that there is cures out there. Um, or maybe not cures, but there are things that can help 
that are out there that you can use. Now, for anxiety, since we're going to break it down one at a time, for anxiety, there's definitely a lot of breathing exercises. There's definitely a lot of mindfulness exercises. We talk about mindfulness exercises, breathing exercises, meditation, walking meditation, all these things. We talk about it on the show. If you're interested, go back and check us out because we have over 300 shows now on our audio show. So just go back and check us out on Spotify. Choose which ones you want. We talk about that a lot. We talk about that stuff often. It's one of the highlighted topics of our shows, and it is because we want to help other people with mental health issues. Um, I want to help people with mental illness on top of that. But mental health issues across the board, you know, anxiety, everybody experiences anxiety. So besides the breathing exercises, besides the meditation and, you know, even dialectical behavioral therapy techniques um, or dialectical behavior uh, therapy techniques, which are a bunch of different techniques and skills that you you can use for anxiety um, and also depression and other things. Uh, It's really fascinating stuff, actually. Um, We did a couple shows on that, talking about the skills, but it's been actually a minute. It's been a while um, since we've done that. But do your own research. If you're interested in that, DBT. All right, DBT, Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. And um, it's really good stuff. Now, let's say you tried all of that. And you're still having severe anxiety. Let's say you tried all of that and you still have crippling anxiety. And you still can't be in social places. You still can't, you know, you go to work and you have anxiety every single day. You have severe anxiety every day. You have anxiety attacks a couple times a week. You have anxiety attack once a week. Even that is horrible, right? The anxiety attack turns into a panic attack sometimes. Then then you're you already crossed the line as far as, you know, you might need some more help. And the might need some more help is the might need some more help thoughts are, I should say, medication. There are obviously medications for anxiety, as you know, and there are some that work better than others. And like all medications, it just really depends on the person. It's not a one size fits all approach to these medications. Not at all. Okay. Everybody has different stages and different levels and different extremes of anxiety and really all different types of mental illness, right? Um, And that's just how it is. But some medications are tailored to people that don't have as bad as anxiety attacks as some people that are constantly having panic attacks every day. The, The people that are having panic attacks every day, I'm assuming would probably have something like Xanax, something like Clonopin, something like that. Now, those two medications that I just mentioned are controlled substances. And they are benzos. So benzos that are controlled substances, yes, they work very well. But there's a couple things. First of all, they're very dangerous. They are very addicting, extremely addicting. They're dangerous because they can give you seizures. uh, If when you come off when you attempt to stop, especially They're addicting just because they are addicting. That's just what they do. They calm the body down and you feel good because your body is calm and your muscles are relaxed, but you also kind of sense, uh, have, have a sense of euphoria be like, because you are in a state of calm and peace, especially Xanax. Xanax will do that mainly. 
But now you got to flip the script and say, well, what if you're somebody like me and you're a recovering addict? You can't touch that shit anyway. You can't. Even if I wanted to, I would not be able to touch that shit because that to me is not being clean. And that for the majority of people in recovery would not consider benzos clean. There's people that are in recovery because they're trying to get off of benzos. So it's not going to be something like I get out of rehab and I say, oh, you know, I'm drug free. Excuse me. I'm drug free now, but I am on benzos. I'm I'm drug free now, but I still have a lot of anxiety attacks and panic attacks. So I'm on benzos. No, you have to find an alternative. And that's actually what I've done. As you guys know, mental health and addiction go hand in hand. The exact statistic I'm not sure of. But it's something like close to 80% of people, okay, which is four out of five people that have a mental illness also have some type of mental uh, or uh, some type of addiction issues. And 80% of people that have addiction issues, obviously, you can, you know, just reverse it. 80% of people that have addiction problem have some type of mental illness. That might even be higher than that. Okay, I don't know the exact statistics. I know it's something like that. I know it's between high 70s to high 80s the percentage is out of you know it's crazy it's just completely out of whack but it makes sense right it does make sense there's a lot of people that don't know what's going on as they're growing up or in their teenage years or in their 20s or even in their 30s they don't even know what's going on with them and it just you know it it just elevates their symptoms elevate and increasingly get worse and then they're diagnosed with something. Oh, you're diagnosed with this. You're diagnosed with that. And then it's like all along, it's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. You know, that's kind of like what I what I felt like. That's kind of like what I felt like when I was diagnosed. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. So there are other options and there are other medications. And there are medications that I use that helps a lot for anxiety. And I will name them. I was thinking about not naming them, but I will name them. I don't care if you guys know what medications I'm on. I'm I'm an open book. You guys already know I'm on this podcast and I'm a complete open book. I say everything. And I, I'm sure that, you know, if you're listening to this and, uh, well, you know, let's just say you guys already know that I'm an open book. You guys know that I'm not, no holes bar with me. You know, I'm not afraid to say anything. I'm not scared of people judging me or what they think about me or anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't care about any of that, of that at all. I just want to do a podcast to help people. I want to do a podcast to entertain people. And I want to do a podcast that if I am an open book, then so be it. I'm not playing a character. Patient Zero is me. The, the name obviously is fake, but the person behind the microphone and in front of the camera is 100% real. So I have nothing to hide. So hydroxycine is amazing. Hydroxycine is uh, like a strong Benadryl. It works very well. Even Benadryl, if you want to try even Benadryl to calm you down, because you know, it it does, it calms you down. It's for um, allergies and whatnot. And it's uh, for allergic reactions and whatever like that. But hydroxycine is like double the strength as Benadryl. So obviously it slows you down because that's what Benadryl does. So it slows you down. And I've noticed that 
You don't need a large dose, which is great because if you have a large dose, you'll just knock the fuck out 100%. Um, but if you have a smaller dose to start with, uh, I'm sure you'll feel tired. I'm sure you'll feel, you know, maybe a little drowsy, but definitely a lot less anxious. And then gabapentin as well. Gabapentin does a trick as well. And, um, you know, that's something that obviously you would have to talk to your doctor about. So, depression. <clears throat> there are people that say, <coughs> excuse me, there are people that say that they have depression, okay? Oh my God, I'm so depressed. My goldfish died last week. And I can't stop, you know, I'm, I'm just so upset. I've been just, I've been crying at night. I've had this goldfish forever, you know, and this is just how it is now. And I don't know. It just, it really sucks. It's really on my mind and I'm really been depressed for the last couple of days. Well, you're sad about your goldfish dying. I understand that. And I will validate that. But what I'm not going to validate is that you're depressed. True depression Okay, uh, clinical depression, diagnosed depression is a little bit different than that. Actually, a lot different than that. My depression that where I was diagnosed at and luckily doesn't get this bad anymore because I am on medications. And that's what we're talking about today. This is the topic of the show. Uh, you know, let's talk more like you haven't left the bed in a week or a week and a half. You haven't showered in a week, week and a half and you eat crumbs, you know, just to get by basically. So you're not eating, you're in bed, you're not doing anything. Uh, you just, you know, extremely upset. Everything is the worst possible suicidal. That's obviously severe depression. There's been times that I went to the psych unit, uh, years ago because of my, well, because of a lot of different reasons, actually. And being suicidal or attempting to do something, have a plan or attempt to, you know, take your own life. Um, obviously, you're going to go to the psych ward and they actually put on my discharge papers depression. <laughs> like that's that's what they put. So depression is a obviously can be very severe and is not a joke and is, you know, not to take not to be taken lightly and to be taken very seriously. And it's just one of those things that, you know, it's terrible. It's absolutely awful for people. It's absolutely awful for people. Now there are tons of medications, antidepressants um, that you can take and you have to talk to your doctor. But once again, it really just depends on the depression and it depends on the person. And I talk and I say the depression because the depression can be something like a breakup or a loss of a, you know, a family member or something like that. Like somebody dies in the family. Of course, you're going to be depressed after that, but that's also going to be temporary. And it's also going to be situational. So if you have situational and you have um, temporary depression, you could probably take something that's going to help you at that time. You don't want to take anything that's going to get in your bloodstream like certain medications. And once they get into your bloodstream, it's a bitch to get off of them. It's a bitch to get off of these medications. You know what I mean? Like you, the, the side effects to get off them is almost not even worth taking them because of the side effects when you decide that you want to take off when you want to when you want to stop taking them. And what does that mean? So you are on them for life. Is that what that means? 
that you're on it for life because you're too scared to get off of it because the side effects are too bad. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are not going to be on it for life, but you can have severe side effects because of that. So you have to be careful and you have to make sure that, you know, if this is clinical depression, that's going to be long-term or if this is something like a breakup or a family member dying or something like that, where it's situational and you will get over it, but temporarily you are paralyzed. You are basically crippled from this depression. So talk to your doctor. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if you are feeling any of these symptoms, if you are feeling any like anxiety that you think is a little bit too overwhelming and you think it's more anxiety than the normal, you know, quote unquote, normal, my favorite word, normal person is feeling, please talk to a doctor. Like I said, now more than ever, there's more people in the last two years because of this pandemic that has been affected by the pandemic that is expressing anxiety and depression, 100%. So break the stigma, goddammit. Don't worry about the stigma. Don't worry about what society is thinking about you or the situation. Don't don't worry about medications in general, what people are going to say about that. Break the stigma about that too. Break the stigma of mental health issues and break the stigma of mental illness and, and all that. We need to all come together to break the stigma. And that's one of the reasons why I do these shows. When I do, anytime I do the mental health show or addiction show, I'm, I'm trying to break the stigma. I'm, I'm trying to break the, the stigma of what society thinks about addiction and what society thinks about people with mental illness and mental health issues. It's one of the reasons why that actually is the reason why I started the podcast. I started the podcast to help people with addiction and mental illness. And here we are. So please don't feel like you're the only one because you're definitely not. Don't feel like it's only you because it's not only you. And don't feel like you're not going to take care of yourself because of the stigma of society. Okay. You need to take care of you and you need to know that there are ways that you can possibly feel better. And I remember I first mentioned the things that you should do first, DBT, meditation, walking meditation, guided meditation, breathing exercises, therapy, regular, just, you know, therapy, not even seeing a psychiatrist. Of course you should do all that first before you just dive into the medication world, but don't be scared if you're not getting better and you realize that you are getting worse, God forbid, or whatever it is, and you need some help. It's okay. You can go reach out and you can talk to somebody, talk to somebody that is going to give you possibly some medication. And of course you start on a small dose and you start on one medication, whatever it is, and you go from there. Okay. I'm talking because I'm talking firsthand and I'm letting you know that medications play a huge part of my life and have helped me significantly. So we talked about anxiety, depression. There's some that we're not, we're not going to go down every single list of diagnosis there is for mental illness and stuff like that. But we're just talking about mental health. And I'm talking about bipolar now. Bipolar is what I'm diagnosed with. Bipolar 1. I have episodes of mania, which is one of the reasons why I call this show Manic Monday. Because that manic energy I do bring to the table sometimes when I'm talking extra fast and I'm doing like rapid fire topics and just talking about a million things at once. And I, I think at this point, after you know two years, I think you guys have gotten the hand of that. 
Um, but it is something that I like to use, uh, that I like to talk about as well, because um, the medications that helped me are mood stabilizers. And without the mood stabilizers, I like sometimes even with the mood stabilizers, I have really bad up and downs, if you will. I have uh, rapid mania rapid depression you know within a day or two it can happen i could just be manic for a day or two and then uh depressed for a day or two it, it shouldn't be like that it should be more leveled out and a lot of people when they get manic it's for several days if not like a week or so and then they crash and that's exactly what happens that is exactly what happens but with the medication i am a lot better than i would be without it and a lot better than i was without it and at first Doctors were saying that the bipolar was coming from my crystal meth use and my drug use in general for so long. And I agreed with him. That makes sense. But then after stopping for a couple of years and my, you know, chemical imbalance getting a little bit more balanced, it was more than the drugs. Uh, I actually did have bipolar, which could be the reason why since 16 years old, I felt, you know, what I felt and I felt extremely odd and you know weird and off and anxiety through the roof and depression and my mood was all over the place and that's just how it was and it kind of made sense 20 years later 20 plus years later so obviously you have to get checked with your doctor obviously you have to get checked with your, your psychiatrist to get diagnosed i'm not i'm not sitting here saying oh if you feel like this or if you have one mood one day and another mood another day, you must be bipolar. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. And like I said, there's a lot more diagnosis that we did not talk about. Um, BPD, you know, BPD, schizophrenia, um, PTSD. I mean, these are all things too that there's medications for as well. Um, and you have to just talk to your psychiatrist about that. But at least schedule an appointment with your with your psychiatrist. At least schedule an appointment with your psychiatrist because if you are feeling like I was saying, if you're feeling a little off or you're feeling very off and the last two years didn't help, obviously, um, and you're just in a state of mind where you just feel like you need a little extra help, please look up DBT. Please do look up breathing exercises and look at this podcast to check out, you know, breathing exercises that we discussed, please, uh, different forms of meditation. If you can, you know, I know some of it is really difficult because you got to stay focused and you got to just, you know, not have a million thoughts in your mind, which is sometimes impossible. Please see a therapist. If you're not already seeing a therapist, if you're listening to this show, I have a feeling that you might be already be seeing a therapist, but if you're on the fence and you're contemplating medication, then please just talk to somebody and don't worry about, you know, the stigma of society. You have to do what's best for you. Okay. And if it helps at all, just know that I'm on a shit lot of medication and I'm okay. You know, I don't, I don't want to be on all these medications, but for right now I'm stable and I'd rather be stable than completely losing my mind and not be able to hold job and, you know, not being able to be in a relationship and my family not talking to me and me using drugs again, you know, stuff like that. So I'd much rather use these medications for as, you know, as I need them and when I need them. And a lot of them I take every single day. And that's just what it is. 
I wouldn't be able to do the podcast either. I'll tell you that much. I would not be able to do the podcast if that was the case. So that's all I wanted to say. And I hope this helped somebody. I never know who I'm going to reach when I have this microphone in my face and I do this podcast. I never know who I'm going to reach, but I always hope that I'm reaching at least that one person that I can actually make a difference. That one person that is now actually going to make an appointment with a psychiatrist. That one person that's actually going to make a, you know, schedule an appointment with a therapist now or find out what DBT is or whatever like that. Just so I know that I made a difference that makes me very happy. And that brings peace to my life. A hundred percent. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this Manic Monday episode, this Manic Monday edition, if you will, of Mixture of Variety Entertainment. That stands for MOVE. We steady moving forward and never backwards in 2022 and beyond. Please check us out. Mondays and Wednesdays, we have new Spotify audio shows. So you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, everywhere there is podcasts. That's where we are. That's where we are. All you have to do is Google us, Google Mixture of Variety Podcasts, and everything will pop right up. And don't forget about this Friday, Every Friday, actually, but this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, we have a special guest. He goes by the name of Glenn B., and we're going to be ripping the top open of this conversation because we are going to be discussing mental health and mental illness like it's never been discussed before because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. That live stream is going to be 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Don't forget to check us out. After that, it'll be on Spotify video. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Patient Zero. You have a wonderful day. Deuces.